You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to you the Hockey, Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your here's host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sports Wire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode Thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You know that I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And considering what happened while I was at the game uh, against Montreal on Tuesday night, uh, really just continued to make me feel so blessed and so fortunate that I have a platform like this that a lot of you guys seem to really enjoy the content that I provide all the time. And uh, yeah, I, I really want to take the time to thank everybody for that. And I, and I know I say it every episode, but really thank you guys always for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. It's, it's really amazing to me to see, you know, how far this podcast continues, uh, how far it's come and how much it continues to grow every single day. You know, it really, warms my heart uh this episode and everything we do here at the hockey podcast network are sponsored as always by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings sportsbook and guys we are getting into the nitty-gritty of some playoffs for both the national hockey league obviously and also the nba playoffs i mean we're about now you know about a month and change away from the start of playoffs so there's going to be a lot of very meaningful games between now and 
and April timeframe where got teams are going to be battling for playoff positions. And so there's going to be a lot on the line with that. And with that on the line, you know what's also on the line? An opportunity to cash in on some big money prizes from DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you want to get in on the action and get yourself some money, here's what you do. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. You sign up. Use our promo code THPN. And as always, tell them that your boy Neil Filipiano sent you. Once again, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors over at DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring the Devil's State of Mind podcast as well as the Hockey Podcast Network. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Devil's State of Mind podcast is sponsored by Raycon. And guys, I've talked about Raycon before, but if you want to get yourself some just super high quality earphones and earbuds for half the price of some of, of the many other brands out there, you go to Raycon and you get yourself some earbuds, man. And I, I promise you, you will not, you will not regret it. And if you want to get 15% off your purchase, you go to Raycon.com slash THPN, buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 15% off your purchase. And I promise you again, you will not regret the quality and all of the assets that Raycon earbuds and earphones uh, have to offer. So a big shout out and thank you as well to Raycon for sponsoring the Devil's State of Mind podcast as well as the Hockey Podcast Network. Devil Stance, this is going to be a relatively short episode. Uh, I'm usually not a fan of the short episode. Sometimes I kind of think like maybe I shouldn't even do an episode if it's going to be short. But you know what? I love to be consistent. You know, I tell you guys all the time, new episodes, Monday and Thursday. And obviously you guys didn't get an episode on Monday. You got it on Tuesday. But I wanted to get back to get making sure you definitely had an episode for Thursday. And so we actually have some pretty interesting things to talk about. First, we're going to quickly just kind of go over what happened between the Devils and the Canadians on Tuesday. We're also going to give you a quick update, at least, you know, the most up-to-date update on the Timo Meyer situation uh, and kind of go from there. And also, we were given quite the exciting rumor about a potential outdoor game involving the New Jersey Devils. So all of that and more is coming up on this episode. So as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So we will kick things off with Tuesday night's matchup at home against the Montreal Canadiens. And, you know, look, as disrespectful as this might sound, you knew going into this game the Devils should easily win, right? You know, they were they won six in a row at home. They're playing some pretty decent hockey as of late, finding different ways to win. And you're taking on a Canadiens team that doesn't even have Uri Slavkovsky or Cole Caulfield in the lineup. It's a pretty, pretty depleted Canadiens team. This was also definitely setting up to be a trap game for the Devils. And I feel like at this point in the season, where the Devils are in the standings, that most of, if not all of their games moving forward are going to be trap games. There's a lot of teams that are still going to be fighting, even if they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs or not. They're going to be fighting. They're going to do whatever they can to get themselves going. They're going to do whatever they can. So 
you know, you you know that you shouldn't take any team lightly. I certainly did not necessarily take the Canadians lightly. I knew that this was a game that the Devils could come out flat or they could come out great and win a game that they're supposed to because as we've talked about before, you know, it's definitely extra special when you win a game that maybe you weren't supposed to win. Um, but you certainly need to win as many of the games as you're supposed to. You're not going to go 82 and 0 and you know you're going to have bad games and slip-ups. Um, but you want to try to win as many of the games especially that you're supposed to win um as much as possible. And this one just wasn't it. Um I, I again, I don't know why the Devils continue to struggle so much to start the game. Uh, this was this goes all the way back to November, even when we were on our 13-game heater. We still were not getting off to good starts. We would constantly dig ourselves into a hole, and a lot of the time we were able to dig ourselves out of it. And uh, this was not the case in this game. Um, you know, although the Devils definitely, as the per- first period went, um, they were able to find their legs, um, you know, Montembeau, give him a lot of credit. Sam Montembeau was really the difference maker in this game, particularly for Montreal. He really stood on his head and made a lot of really good saves in this one. And, uh, you know, it was great to see, you know, Jesper Bragg get himself his 23rd goal of the year. It was an absolute beautiful snipe, um, you know, right between two defenders and beating Montembeau to tie the game. So you felt pretty good. Going into the second period, it's tied one-to-one. The Devils got off to a slow start, but battled back um, and went from there. Uh, But yeah, the Canadians early on in that second period, about four minutes in, grabbed themselves a a two-goal lead, making it three-to-one. Just bad, just really bad turnovers. I mean, no turnover is a good turnover, but yeah, just too many turnovers in the defensive zone uh, really created a lot of problems. Vitek Vanacek honestly had one of his worst outings he's had since you know, earlier this year. Um, and, you know, it sucks that VTech did not play well tonight, uh, or excuse me, on Tuesday night. But, you know, he's going to have a game like that here and there, and it's just unfortunate. Um, and, you know, things are definitely not going to get a whole lot easier moving forward. Um, obviously, with Mackenzie Black, with tweaking something in morning skate uh, prior to this game and Akira Schmidt being called up, you kind of wonder what the workload's going to be moving forward for Vitek Vanacek, what the workload might look like for Akira Schmidt. We really don't know what the situation is with uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, at this point, I guess you'd say he's probably day-to-day with a lower body injury, and it's it's definitely not good that, um, you know, our backup goaltender, who actually has played pretty well of late, um, you know, and ends up being hurt again. So we'll see how things go with that. But going back to the game, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, after two periods of play, you're down three to one. But again, kind of like the, it was the same feeling that I had when we were down by a couple goals against the St. Louis Blues last week. I didn't think the game was over. I looked at it like, okay, the Devils have been here before. Not an ideal spot to once again have to find a way to come back. But you just got to slowly crawl your way back into this game. And if you get the first goal of the period, you make it three to two, maybe even a couple minutes into the third. All of a sudden, you have all the momentum. And uh, that just wasn't the case. You know, Devils killer Ryan Pitlick, you know, he got himself his fourth goal of the year. Um, which if you look at the, the four goal scorers, uh, Baron, uh, Kovacevic, uh, Suzuki and Pitlick, uh, three of those guys that I mentioned scored either their second or third goals overall the year. Nick Suzuki's goal was his 18th. So, you know, some guys who clearly haven't been, uh, getting on the score sheet a lot of late, uh, certainly did, but Pitlick made it 
four to one, five thirteen into the third. And yeah, you kind of knew at that point that uh, there there was no hope for a comeback. Um, and you kind of just wanted to see how the Devils would fight. Uh, Dawson Mercer, who just continues to play, you know, just tremendous hockey, arguably the best hockey of his very young career, gets his 16th goal of the year on a rebound, uh, which was great. Miles Wood got an assist, so Wood's starting to pick up some points of late. Jack Hughes, again, getting himself a point. But the thing that was uh, actually pretty big, pretty big uh, milestone for Jack Hughes is that he's reached 100 career assists in his uh and also he is very short career in the NHL. So, you know, even with the even with the Devils not playing well, they were still able to have some accomplishments, which again shows you the growth of this team. Uh, Matheson would end up getting uh, his third of the year. Uh, so definitely was a bunch of threes on the ice for the Canadians. Uh, he would score an empty netter, and that would be that. So the Devils would drop this one by the final score of five to two. While the Devils outshot Montreal for uh, forty to eighteen in this one, so yeah, again, not really what you want to see against a team like the Canadians, who, quite frankly, is not really trying to win right now, uh, and certainly looking to be in the draft lottery. And uh, this was a game, especially with the Rangers losing the night before to Winnipeg in regulation. Uh, this was an opportunity to uh, definitely separate themselves a little bit more in the standings uh, for second place. Uh, good news is, is that they're still four points ahead. So, and, and the Devils have a game um, on Thursday night against the LA Kings. That'll be definitely a tougher competition, a tougher matchup, uh, considering that the Kings are in a really good playoff spot right now. Um, but yeah, it was just... Just a crappy uh, game overall. Devils were uh, reportedly dealing with a little bit of a um, sick bug. Uh, Marino was kind of a game-time decision for this game. Um, so we weren't sure if he was going to be okay. And Lenny Ruff mentioned that, uh, you know, the guys have been dealing with some stuff. I know that the Devils didn't practice on Wednesday. So we'll see how they come out Thursday, uh, Thursday night. But, yeah. Definitely not the type of game you wanted to see from the team. So with the loss, Devils dropped to 37, 15, and 5 through 57 games. So, yeah, it's we are now down to, what, 25 games to go in the season. We are now down into the home stretch, uh, Devils fans. And right now, it's about just racking up as many points as you can and securing that playoff spot. Uh, but you're not going to do it with, uh, with some bad performances like you saw on – Tuesday night. So yeah, Devils drop to this one five to two to Montreal at home. And uh, we'll see if the Devils can uh, redeem themselves on Thursday against the Los Angeles Kings. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if you don't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your bidding options feel endless. And with baseball season right around the corner, you already know there's going to be tons of opportunities picking who's going to win the World Series to all-star game voting and so, so much more. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use our promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So I wanted to give you guys another update in the Timo Meyer situation. I actually have two for you. So the first one is relatively quick. It was from Elliot Friedman, and he reported that the San Jose Sharks are not going to have any sort of um, – they're not going to trade Timo Meyer and or even Eric Carlson until uh, the 25th. So not until at least the end of this weekend going into next week uh, due to Patrick Marlowe. Longtime San Jose Sharks player will be honored during, you know, this weekend. And the Sharks said that they don't want to do anything that's going to uh, take people's attention away from from that. So we definitely are going to be sitting around for the next couple of days, at least again, continuing to wonder if anything will be moving forward. Now, we did get one very interesting report that came during the middle of the game. Um against Montreal and it comes from uh, Robert Aitken Jr. who's a sports writer for the record as well as uh, part of the North Jersey um, he writes for NorthJersey.com and he put this out there and said a source familiar with this situation tells me that the New Jersey Devils continue to be in talks to acquire Timo Meyer from San Jose before the March 3rd deadline a big sticking point I'm told is that the Sharks continue to ask for Dawson Mercer as part of a return. Now, nobody since then has been able to confirm whether this is completely true. We have actually not even heard uh, uh, Robert Aiken Jr. talk about the Devils at all this season. And so this kind of comes a little bit out of nowhere. You kind of wonder to yourself if somebody gave this information to Aiken purposely so that he could put it out there. Who knows? So, again, we're not really sure exactly what the Sharks are looking for. We've made some pretty educated guesses. We would like to assume that they are looking for uh, at least a first-round pick, maybe two. Perhaps another pick as well. Definitely looking for a top-tier prospect. Uh, maybe also another prospect as well. And perhaps also a um, an NHL-ready player. Now, I don't blame the Sharks, in a way, for asking for Dawson Mercer. Because Dawson Mercer is only in the second year of his career. He has continued to play every game. He is, he's obviously on a tear right now. You know, his stock is about as high as it's going to be all season long. Um, and certainly he has a lot of value. And uh, the Sharks definitely could see him as a guy that they can help build around for years to come as they try to begin their, uh, their rebuild. And, you know, again, the Devils, understandably so, are probably not going to be keen on moving him. So, if you think about the reports that we've gotten and we get to this point, the Devils have made both Luke Hughes and Simone Nemetz um, not available in a trade. And same thing with Dawson Mercer. So again, this kind of comes back to Alexander Holtz. The Devils have not said one bit whether Alexander Holtz is or is not available for trade. I think that if the Devils wanted to start with prospects, he would be number one. I think probably Shakir Mukamadulin will probably be also involved in this. I don't know what NHL players, some people have mentioned, um, you know, Jesper Boquist or something like that. I, I just, looking at it from San Jose's perspective, and again, just going based off of the reports that we've seen, 
I don't know if they necessarily are going to be keen on that. Now, Elliot Friedman also in his 32 Thoughts podcast said that basically uh, Mike Greer, the um, general manager of the San Jose Sharks and former assistant coach for the New Jersey Devils, is going to drag this out. Um, it's all but assured that this is probably going to last until the March 3rd deadline, that we are not going to get a deal done or perhaps nobody's going to get a deal done until the March 3rd deadline. So that is really, really, really frustrating because now the Devils are going to continue to be in a battle with at least Carolina. And now, reportedly, as of yesterday, the St. Louis Blues, who have three first-round picks, are willing to give up uh, two of them and some other things to kind of, instead of rebuilding, more retool the situa- uh, their team. And Timo Meyer, being 26 years of age, kind of fits um, – you know, the age group of what uh, of what the Blues want to do moving forward. So, yeah, we really don't know, guys. I mean, we talked about in the last episode, and I'm mentioning it to you again. We really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we're, we're hearing things left and right. Uh, I don't personally believe the Devils are going to trade Dawson Mercer. Um, I feel that the longer this drags out, the less and less likely a deal, at least with the Devils, is going to happen. Um, I also have somewhat of a feeling that maybe a deal just doesn't happen, period, for anybody, and that this just gets dragged out to the last minute and nothing happens. Um, And I believe that Tom Fitzgerald has other deals that he is going to look at other than Timo Meyer to try to help round out this team. We've talked about potential for some guys on the bottom six. The, the The two guys that stand out to me are Max Domi, who has a goal and an assist tonight against the Dallas Stars and is playing at a tremendous level, one of the top goal scorer and point getters on the Blackhawks, nearly at 20 goals, playing really, really good hockey. Might be his best season of his career. And Ivan Barbashev from St. Louis, interestingly enough, um, who I know some people say could fetch potentially a first-round pick, um, second-round pick. You know, again, another guy that could certainly help out the bottom six, um, you know, there are other moves that the Devils could make. Uh, I know that uh, it was reported today the Devils could definitely be looking at Adam Henrique, who unfortunately suffered from a lo- lower body injury. So we'll see the severity of that and see if that affects anything. And also Nino Nino Nina Ryder from the um, Nashville Predators. So there's a lot of different names, rumors, things going on like that. And, and you know, you, you understand it. At the end of the day, because if you think about it, you know, we are what we are now nine days away. We are now nine days away from the trade deadline. So as we know, things are going to continue to pick up. Things are going to continue to get uh, really interesting. And, and, you know, by this time next week, things are really, really going to start to pick up. Um, so we'll see. We will see what happens uh, moving forward. But I just wanted to give you guys that quick update. And uh, we just continue to wait around for the mystery. That is uh, Timo Meyer. Devils fans, I got to tell you something, honestly. This time of the year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. And the typical ones, especially for me personally, is, you know, going to the gym consistently and doing things like working out four or five times a week, you know, all those unrealistic type of expectations that we all know usually never last very long. I've actually found one though, that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way. You don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change. If it's something you use every day 
like my Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Some of the things that I really love to do using my earbuds is when I do intense workouts at the gym or if I'm just, you know, on the move somewhere. And especially when I'm on the go and I'm relaxing on the train or the bus or everything, just all the features that Raycon gets to give you the most comfortable and also the best type of quality at a very, very reasonable price. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has definitely got you covered. And yet, Raycon start at a half the price of other premium audio. So you don't even have to choose between products. You could get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. And I have multiple. So for me, I have ones that I use at home. I have ones that I use on the go and they all work the same way. And it's tremendous, especially knowing that not only are they premium audio, but I'm paying a lot less for them. And that is great. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now or pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. There's also a handful of really awesome features, and the two that really stand out to me are noise isolation, especially if you're using them to try to study or try to focus on something and you don't really want to be bugged. You know, the noise cancellation is great. I also really love the custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. You know, you can shake your head around and everything like that and they won't fall out and you don't have to worry about that which is awesome i also love the water and sweat resistant especially like i mentioned before when you're at the gym so honestly this is all tremendous what what, what raycon has to offer and if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact you go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. So I wanted to wrap up this episode with kind of a really, really exciting uh, possibility that could be happening next year for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, on Tuesday afternoon around 3 p.m. Eastern time, Kevin Weeks posted uh well, he made a tweet with two pictures. One was a picture of Sydney, Australia, and the other was the state of New Jersey. And he said some NHL news to report shortly. Uh, and that was it at that moment. So we were kind of sitting there for a while speculating and we were only thinking about are the Devils going to be playing a game in Australia next year and things like that. It was kind of it was kind of a crazy thing that was going on. And then little less than a half hour later, Kevin Weeks uh, put out another tweet that said, keep an eye on, he's told there is a possibility of a potential stadium series game at MetLife Stadium next season that could involve the New Jersey Devils as one of the teams. This is something that we have talked about before on this podcast and so many times about the desire for Devils fans to have an opportunity to go to another outdoor game. We know how big they are, the spectacle and everything. We know how exciting it can be. And we've been craving for another opportunity at this. And we knew that with MetLife Stadium, a, a stadium, you know, home to the New York Giants and New York Jets, it's, ho it's hosted a Super Bowl. 
It's going to be hosting potentially some World Cup games uh, for soccer in 2020, uh, 26. You know, this was a great opportunity. And it's, you know, MetLife Stadium is located in New Jersey. This makes perfect sense. And so, you know, obviously all of us are just giddy and everything. Now, nothing has been confirmed, obviously, but Kevin Weeks said, you know, just to keep an eye on it, that there is a very big possibility that this could happen. Now, for those of you that might be interested in the Australia part of it all, because everybody says, some people will say, well, that, you know, that's obviously great and exciting and all that, but what about the other part, the Australia part? Well, Kevin Weeks said, as I reported uh, potential NHL preseason games in Australia. Here's the update. I'm told NHL staff was to fly to Australia yesterday. That's been postponed as NHLPA has some challenges, which must be mutually resolved. Situation remains fluid. So it's not, again, just like with the stadium series game, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not set in stone. So, yeah. Obviously, this is a really, really uh, big potential um, opportunity for the New Jersey Devils. And I knew it, especially looking at this team, how exciting they are, all this talent that we have, that they would be a marquee team to have an outdoor game for. You saw how popular the out stadium series was last week with the Hurricanes and the Capitals, and this would just be another opportunity for the Devils to continue to showcase themselves on a national stage, which is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm really excited and very hopeful that this ends up becoming the case. Um, and, you know, you can you can feel pretty good about Kevin Weeks kind of reporting because, you know, he he's a very reliable source. So this is clearly something. Now, uh, Greg Wyshynski, who we've had on the podcast before of ESPN, he actually quote tweeted uh, Kevin Weeks' original report about the stadium series and said this, I heard Devils vs. Rangers at MetLife when I was covering the stadium series game in Raleigh last week, which would be absolutely epic. But as my colleague Kevin Weeks notes, it's in the possibility stage now. Rangers haven't played outdoors since the 2018 Winter Classic at City Field, the home of the Mets. So again, there is no guarantee that this is going to happen. There is just a major possibility. It's in the possibility stage. Um, we heard that there could be a potential stadium series game in Tampa, uh, where at Raymond James Stadium, the home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, between the Panthers and the Lightning, and kind of have that crazy, you know, possibility of playing an outdoor hockey game in the state of Florida. Um and then you have this possibility. Again, MetLife is a you know stadium that has not been used yet by the NHL, and it's a stadium, obviously. And knowing how many Devils fans live in New Jersey, knowing how many Rangers fans live in New York and also in New Jersey and everything, you know damn well that this is this will sell out. And I'm in a group chat with a lot of other Devils fans, and we all are in agreement that uh, if we get it, we are going to be there and we're going to be there and we're going to be loud and we're going to be raucous. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere. So, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see. I don't want to jump the gun. There is no, again, there's no guarantee that this is going to happen, but it was put out there by several reliable sources. You know, Greg Wyshynski says he's hearing people discussing it. I think now with where the devils are, where the Rangers are and how, this is the opportunity for many years to be the newest chapter in the Hudson River rivalry between these two teams. This is a really awesome opportunity, and I really hope that it ends up becoming a reality. And you know damn well, Devils fans, 
your boy, the second that it gets announced and the second that tickets become available, I'm going. I'm going. You guys are going. Let's all go and let's all show the entire hockey world what New Jersey outdoor hockey is all about. And I, I'm excited for it. So we'll see. We will continue to keep our eye on it. It remains fluid, um, but definitely a major possibility for an outdoor game featuring the New Jersey Devils.